Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bush Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Game.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 25th day of June. Those guys were here just a couple weeks ago. Doing it. Last week. Last Yeah, last week. That's right. Last Thursday. In fact, uh, was it Joe? No, it was Corey McCartney who went out to that show. And then Zach Brown the next night. How does Zach Brown get a world, speaking of the Braves, World Series ring? How, how, does, how do they give Zach Brown a. They don't give him the one that they gave the players, I think. He didn't Obviously, have the lights on it and all nah, that No, he stuff. got the next level down that the people who work for the Braves, I think, get. Because he's worked for the Braves. Hmm. I think that's how he got one. There were like a couple different levels. There were the ones the players got. Then there were the ones that the people who work for the Braves got. Then there were the ones that they sold to us for a certain price that, you know, we yep. had to pay for. Yep. I think that's that was. I didn't see Freddie uh, open up his ring last night to see if I the said. lights turn on. That, right. See, I said it to Eric. I said, how come he didn't pop the top of his off, you know, blow into it like a whistle or something? I didn't, <laughs> but he, maybe he can get the right one. I don't know. Anyway, that's Dr. Dale Yake from PT Solutions, Eric Slaughter. These, uh, both these guys are sitting in and uh, filling the very big shoes of Mr. Crenshaw, who will be back here soon. A couple things I want to take care of before we get into this um, NBA talk. For, also, shout out to uh, Brandon Hutchinson. I misspoke his name earlier, but we're going to have him on getting ready for the Quaker State 400 possibly next week. They had an event that was going on. He's listening to the show, so shout out to him. Also, um, we had put a poll question out earlier in the show on the heels of Freddie Freeman returning and the love we saw him getting last night. Is that the is is that the the, the gold standard? Is that the top of the mountaintop as far as the love that Atlanta sports fans have showed one of their all time great athletes when they've come back? So we put it out there. We gave you three names and other. So what? Atlanta athletes return got the most love. Freddie Freeman, Dominique Wilkins, or Deion Sanders, or other. So we put that out there earlier. Eric, you want to jump on here and give us an update on the poll question? I will most certainly give us an update on the poll question. But before we do, sir, it is the top of the hour, and I am supposed to remind you. Yes, you you are good. 
morning, Georgia. Good morning. And a special good morning to you fine folks in Ackworth. Ackworth, North Cobb High School, the warriors of North Cobb High School. Yeah, and I used to live up there. Right nice, nice part of town. Yeah, so did I. We all lived. Yeah, in that I lived in that. We got to stop in that. It's like you know, going to heaven. You got to have to do a little layover in Atlanta. <laughs> I, I, gotta, didn't, I didn't live up there. I just refereed a lot of games up there. And and umpired yeah, a few yeah. games up there. My my first good bit town of living up there was just the bewilderment I had at the fact that that Lake Alatuna was full of water at some part of the year, and the other part of the year there was no water there. How does that happen? Yeah, Corps of Engineer Lake versus the Georgia Power Lake. A little different there, I, Sam. I just never I just or never Greg, understood. I just never understood that one. Okay. Uh so we got the poll question out of the yeah. way. Yeah. The, uh, well, I didn't give you the update yet. Yes, you did. That's what I was gonna go. Was gonna do there real quick there. <laughs> go ahead. It's only one of me. There's two of you guys doing Sam. Well, we want to thank the one hundred and ninety four votes oh, that we we've don't gotten. want to tell the folks how many people. Oh, but that's a huge number. No, oh, you know what? That's yeah. one of the biggest numbers I've seen. So I want to thank all 194 of them, and we want to continue I to thank those. I want to make it sound like there's 500 people or 1,000. Mm-hmm. You well, say the hundreds. Go ahead. Well, the so far, it is a runaway that Freddie Freeman, yeah. that ovation he got last night has been the best. Um, Dion and Dominique are tied at 9% each. Okay. So Freddie's got 75% of the vote. Okay. And, right. and then the other comment section, the one, and give a shout-out to Blake Hodgins, and Tony Snow for putting comments. But Tony said Vic was a big um, ovation, but it wasn't when he came back as an eagle. It was when they closed down the fi- that final game at the Georgia Dome when they brought out all the Atlanta right. legends. Yeah. He said the ovation for Vic on that particular game, when I was there too, was the biggest one he can remember Vic getting. So okay. there you go. All right. I don't, I don't think that's recency bias either. I, I do think, look, Freddie Freeman winning a world championship, leaving, and then coming. That's a pretty big deal. Okay, right? then here's my question to both of you. Does that stay like that when Matt Ryan comes back? Uh, I don't recall Matt Ryan hosting any trophies. No. Or- Okay, yeah. that's what I was asking you. Just host it. Just He'll get an you. ovation. It's yeah. not. How long was that ovation last night, Eric? Probably. They said it was forty-five seconds. Well, it, well, when he came to a bat, his first at bat was forty-five seconds. Yeah. Um, the ring ceremony. The ring ceremony went on for about four or five minutes. Would you include all of the 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 memorial? It seems stuff, like they clapped for like seven minutes. It did seem was, like that. It, was, it, was it really crazy. did. So. Because he was crying forever up there. And, right. man, and that was a hot tissue. ticket. That was a hot ticket last night. I mean, yeah. there were folks that were selling their tickets for a pretty high price, like, you know, sixteen, eighteen hundred bucks for off the Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. That was that was not just because the Dodgers were here and Freddie Freeman, but obviously the ring ceremony. Right. Everyone knew weeks ago that was the day that Freddie Freeman was Absolutely. getting the ring and they talked about it. So I gosh, I think that's a distant far head. Yeah, Matt Ryan doesn't come close. Enough. Were you in the building? I was not in the building. I was watching. I was working. I was surprised because you're usually in a building for something like no, that. No, no. Now, see, no, see, guys, I didn't mean, interrupt you. I'm sorry. The other question is this, is there's no guarantee that Matt Ryan actually gets that moment. Not as a player anyway. That's true. That's because true. we know every team, well, I guess not every team, but there was a good chance that the Dodgers were come. They play the National League, so they have to come every year. Right. When do the Colts play the Falcons again? Do they Will they play in Atlanta before Matt Ryan is – Done but my point is that's the only name that I can think compares to Freddie on the level of being loved here that's actually still out there yeah, playing. Right. Unless you want to talk about at some point Joseph Martinez leaving and then coming back here. You know, short of that, I can't think of another I don't think it name. even gets close, not to what we saw last night. No, I night, get it. You know? I'm just saying, but there's not many names to choose from. And you said you got some notes from the other, though, but 
none of the Braves, because we talked about the pitchers, and I didn't want to put any of the pitchers on there because they all came back. The three of them came back here, but at different stages. And yes, it wasn't right after they had won the won the uh, World Series. So yeah, I think Freddie's gonna. You know, it'll be his for a while. Sammy Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. I mentioned earlier this was the day that Atlanta was awarded a hockey team. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Atlanta, um, Nashville, I don't have the list in front of me here, but yeah, we <laughs> the only ones also that, of that list that got them on this day that don't have them anymore. Probably not going to be awarded another one, right? We've talked no, about three. that. Dan and I had spoken about that on air here enough, but uh, yeah, I don't think round three is coming back. Who loses two? Who loses two professional sports teams? You know, I've talked about it on air. It's been a couple years, but I was at that last game. It was Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Atlanta Thrashers, and there was no awareness, even probably of the staff that worked for the Thrashers, that that team was going away because they were putting on the seats like season tickets. And I don't know what the average attendance was. It seemed like it was pretty good. 12,000, 14,000 people were in that last game I was at. And so – yeah, I, I don't see them coming back, but it's a shame because hockey had traction here. It's had nothing to do with the hockey on the ice, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, so listen, let's take um, switch gears here and talk about not just the draft, but I haven't talked to you since the NBA season ended and talked a little bit of NBA and your thoughts on what you saw with this Hawks team. And I tell you what, versus last year when they made the ascent through the playoffs, made it to the Eastern Conference Championship. Um, and didn't nobody expected them to be there versus what you had this year going in and the knowledge of of, of Trey and, and what these guys can do and the, the headache they can be in these series. And obviously it ended a lot quicker this year. But your thoughts on this team right now and what they are trying to do with their first draft pick and just overall and how they're positioning themselves. Yeah, first off, Eric, I don't know. Have they let him speak to the media yet? Has A.J. Griffin actually spoken to the media yet? No, he has not uh, because we would have been one of the first stops. That's right. It'll probably be one day next week when he gets in town. So it's surprising to me that hasn't occurred at all. Does that give you indication that maybe he's not staying? There's other movement going to occur with him? You think he's coming? You Uh, think he's coming? So General Manager Landrew Fields was live on station with us yesterday in – he had many complimentary things to say about what they expect from AJ Griffin. So I don't think so. I don't think that he will be a part of any trade discussions or anything like that. If yep. he was, it would already been happened already. So I, I know they were trying to get a trade pulled off, you know, before the draft. I, I obviously Trey needs a complimentary player. That's not probably AJ Griffin in the near term. Obviously, we know he's probably a G League guy. Maybe maybe starts out there. I would imagine that was the big question they kept having. How much time will he actually see? with the Hawks, and according to Fields, he thinks that he is more of an immediate contributor than either of our two draft picks in 2021, which practically saw no time with the Atlanta Hawks. Well, hopefully it's better than the Cam Reddish experiment, right? It's it's hopefully better than that go-around. Trey needs a body. There needs to be a body on this team, and and body meaning multiple things. Uh, which brings up the NBA draft. It's probably the only draft I've ever heard in the NBA where there's no dominant player that was in the draft. And the only thing they talked about is Chet Holmgren's curved back and his lack of shoulder <laughs> width and how are you going to put 25 to 40 pounds on his body. I don't think I've ever heard that in a draft. That was pretty much every commentary. But as far as the, people uh, reaching for stuff, what did we yeah. hear in the NFL draft? It was all about dude's hand size. <laughs> exactly. Kenny Pickett, right? Kenny Pickett's hand size. But, but in this case – I, there has to be another trade, and how do you? How do the Hawks 
beyond that experiment, overcoming the Sixers last year to get to the conference, or the finals, right? The conference semifinals. You've got to have a dominant player. And where is that player going to come from, right? It's going to come from free agency. And, and what do you have to offer here now? You can offer to play with Trey. You can offer. Well, they're talking they about John Collins. They're trying to put yeah. something together for him. So is this it wasn't be a, enough, though, right? Is it going to be addition by subtraction, get rid of him? This guy put his name to a, on a contract last year. But as you said, as you look at the makeup of this league, you got to have one to two running mates. With that star. And look at what's going on in the East. All right, let's knock down the pegs. Do you think the way they're presently constructed, that one good draft pick is going to get them past Miami? I don't think so. You look at Philadelphia. We talked about them. I don't know what's going to happen out there. Will Kyrie stay in New Jersey? That's a whole I want to say New Jersey. In Brooklyn, <laughs> excuse me. Yep. In, in Brooklyn, yeah, you're right. That's a whole other episode of Oprah and what Kevin Durant wants to do out there. You got Milwaukee. Okay, and, and what's going to happen there? And by the way, who's going to leave the West as a free agent and maybe land on one of these other teams? See, that's what I said with Sam all these last few years is that with Trey and what he's shown, he is an attractive landing spot for free agents. But, but who? But right. Exactly. Yeah, right. the, who? It's got to be the right free agent. Okay, and is that going to be enough to get him past some of those teams we mentioned? No. It's not. There you go. It's, it's not. I mean, call a spade a spade. It's not. There's first off, there's not a free agent out there that, in the true free agent t- sense of the word, that gives the Hawks anything that's going to get them past Milwaukee, Philadelphia, or Miami. So you got to look at trade options. Um, DeAndre, we, DeAndre, we left Ayton, out the one team in the finals. We left out Boston completely. Yeah, I, 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 what you, I think okay. Boston was a one year wonder. I don't think Boston. Okay. I think Boston was a little bit exposed. I don't think they are going to be a perennial finals team. They'll oh, be. Oh man, you, with those two guys, are you no, serious? No, I don't think so. Come on no. now, no, I don't. Uh, what I, do you see? Where, where's the drop off then? Where, where, what do you see not happening that you saw this year? I don't think Jason Tatum is the guy to take you over the top. He is a great regular season player. He is a great scorer, but I think in those big moments, he will continue to come out small. The most, the, the most, the, the heart and soul of that team is Marcus Smart. You know, J- Jalen Brown's a great player. He hasn't been paid yet, and I think Jalen Brown may test the free agency waters yeah, when the time yeah. comes. Now and that's with- a player that you mentioned—a player that would show up here and and be an effective piece, right? Well, if the you question. Could get him. See, this, this is the question: Is this all those players that would actually do it? Which one of them is willing to say, "Okay, I'll be number two? Yep. Because Trey Young is your alpha player. He's your number one. One of those going to have to check their ego at the door and say, "Fine, I'm okay being the B guy." I'm okay being Scotty. Well, you have you have success having seen that, and that's going to take the right coach, GM, to take those players and say, all right, let me show you what they did in Golden State. This guy named, you know, Steph Curry, who's considered the greatest shooter of all time, put his ego on the back burner for a guy named Kevin Durant. I, I think it's a difference. I think Golden State is unique in the fact that that's a ball movement team, right? And, and most of the – actually, most of high school sports, most of college is not ball movement. The, the, the Golden State Warriors win because of ball movement, and they've got players that have bought into that. Well, shooters and, have to help, too. That's right. Well, but, yeah, but it's all about ball movement. Their off-the-ball activity is greater than any other team. Not, not only are they good shooters, but they put themselves in position to shoot. There's not another team that looks like that in the NBA, nor is there anyone being prepared like that 
along the collegiate basketball ranks because that's just not the game anymore. So I think, look, we could go try to replicate the Golden State Warriors, but that's that's you're you not going to find that, right? three players yeah. like that 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 are that unique. And so, what are you searching for? I I don't envy the Hawks. I I think that's a tough that's a tough gig if you're GM there. I, you know, Travis has done a nice job to get him to this point, but right. now where does he go next? He's got the money. I don't think it's a money limitation. It's more where do, where do you find the player and where do you pick it up from? It's going to have to come luck. Luck of the draft is going to have to do it. I don't think that was added the other night, though. Right. No, I, I'll be honest with you. I know we got to close out. I think we really need to see what we have in Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson could be the second all-star that this team has. And with that, we got to go to break. Those two voices, it took two of them to fill the shoes of Mr. Crenshaw. That was Eric Slaughter. You're Dr. Dale Yake earlier from PT Solutions. Joining me, I'm Greg. This is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this 25th day of June. Sorry, I had, to go, I had a little flashback there. Played with these guys years and years ago at a place in Peoria, Illinois. You played with them? Yeah, it was what a, I was in a band. I was in a band, and we, we opened up How for How did them. I not know that you were in a band? Yeah, well, I was actually not in the band. I played drums, but I was actually a roadie. For a while. Seriously? Yeah, I was. I loved it. It was like one of my favorite things. And we did all the Big Ten like schools. I was all around the Midwest. I stood on. I've told this story before, and this is how unplugged I was because I didn't go to college right out of high school. Eventually, eventually went, but didn't understand the rivalries in some places and the significance of not mentioning some schools in certain locations. And we were playing in Ann Arbor, Michigan, the weekend of Michigan-Ohio State this one year way back when. And I had no idea of the significance of that. And after the first set, the manager of the club came down to the dressing room. He said, hey, we got got half of the Michigan – we got half of the marching band. That's what he said. We got half of the marching band downstairs ready to go to come out into this club that held 1,500 people. It's a place called Second Chance. And – we want to get them ready for tomorrow's game. Well, the band was getting ready for their second set, and they said, we don't want to go out there. Greg, you go out and introduce them and, and take the drummer with you. He'll give you some kind of drum beat or whatever. So I did, and I ran out, and, and ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Before we come out and do our second set, we want to get you ready for tomorrow's big game. Uh, we got hit downstairs as a special treat to you. Let's give a nice round of applause. We welcome the Michigan State Marching Band. <laughs> I just thought Michigan, I went and And you made it out of that. And I was dodging old style and Schlitz cans being thrown at me. (laughs) And some hams. That's just perfect. That sounds like one of my moments. Let's bring our guest out here, Joe Patrick. Joe, uh, again, and want to thank him for uh, coming on this week because last week we lost an hour and Joe was supposed to join us and he pulled an audible himself. And so uh, he was nice enough to come back this week. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm always happy to come on, and it's always a fun time talking to you guys. So thanks for having me. Hear this story. Yeah, and our silly stories here. All right, so we've got Dr. Dale Yake here, big soccer fan, big baseball fan. We're going to start with Atl- going to start with Atlanta. You know you know Dr. Dale, right, from PT Solutions, right? Yeah, that's right. Got to know this guy in case you ever twist a knee or something like that. Anyway, Lady United at Toronto tonight, pregame 7 o'clock, kickoff at 730. I have a question, too, and then I'm going to leave this up to Dr. Dale and Eric. they got a few for you, but – 
These guys are getting it done without Pineda on the sidelines. That's one thing. I'm curious how that happened, but also as they prepare for a long road trip, what should we think? And, and, and we, you're cool with them having some success yeah. on this trip? Yeah, I mean, I think they have to be uh, reasonable about their expectations on this three-game road swing that they've got. Uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, this is the easiest and most winnable game that they've got tonight against Toronto, and this is the one where I think you really you got to try to get three points here. I mean, obviously they try to get three points every time they go out and play, right? But, like, this is the one where you can really potentially expect the three points. I mean, if they want to have a successful three-game swing here on the road, this is the one where they have to have the win because this is a very winnable game against the Toronto team that has an extremely porous defense and the underlying numbers for this team are even worse than the overall goal allowance that they've had this season. So this is really an opportunity for this Atlanta United team to, to, you know, do what they do best. And that's something that Gonzalo Pineda said a couple of weeks ago, or maybe even last week, was that, you know, this team obviously has a lot of shortcomings with some of the, the losses they've sustained this year with Miles Robinson out, Brad Zan out, all these guys and, you know, a lot of defenders actually right now are out uh, uh, of play. And so they really need to double down on what they do best and the, the best players that they have at their disposal, which are all these players in the attack. And I think that especially when you look at that attack, Joseph Martinez seems to be feeling better. Uh, Luis Araujo, we saw him kind of get in, you know, in um, – good sequence with Joseph in the last game. And so hopefully those guys can, can do what they do best, find the back of the net and uh, outscore Toronto. I think it's going to be a really entertaining game because I think we're going to see goals from both sides. I think you hit on it there. This is Dale Yake. You mentioned that they got to do what they do best. To me, that's possession time. And, and they did that very well last week. Do you, without the defense that they would normally have, do you think that's the name of the game here is hold the ball, possess the ball, take the shots when appropriate? Yeah, Dale. I mean, I think that, you know, it, it is, it's always harder to, to have that kind of possession game on the road just when you're outside of your normal comfy confines of the, the you know, venue that you're accustomed to playing in. But I think you're totally right. And I think the possession is an interesting um, statistic in soccer because of the way that it's perceived to be. Uh, I see it as more of a kind of defensive stat, to be perfectly honest, like, like a secu- you know, security. Uh, you're, you're securing your organization within the team by having possession of the ball. And um, I think that that's, you know, a thing that, you know, Pep Guardiola, one of the best managers in the world, the guy who coached Barcelona, Man City, Bayern Munich, all these teams, He's always said he wants his team to be in the possession of the ball because when we have the ball, the other team can't score. (laughs) They don't have the ball. Because we have it, it means that they don't have it. They don't have an opportunity to do something with it. And I do think that that's one of the ways that Atlanta United uh, just philosophically as a club has thought about, um, you know, wanting to maintain possession. And also, of course, if you have the ball, it allows you to do things as well. And so especially when you go on the road in these types of games and against teams that um, have potent attacks like Toronto does, despite the fact that I, I told you the defense is like a sieve, which it is, uh, they can also score goals on you uh, at, at a decent clip. So you want to make sure that you keep the game controllable. By keeping possession, you, will, you prevent the game from becoming wide open, from having to do really tough sprints back and forth that really affect you, especially later on in the game. So, yeah, Dale, I do think that that is going to be a big part of Atlanta United's strategy going into Toronto tonight. And I always think, I always think like this: we're we're on Saturday morning, 
we're not obviously in soccer season right now, but but I think of the folks driving in the car, typically the moms with their kids or dads with their kids going to soccer practice on Saturday morning or a game. And what I see from the Atlanta United in the last couple of games, which seems to be more effective, along the lines of the possession, they're not doing this long ball. You mentioned it, the sprinting, the overexertion. Maybe it's trying to present Joseph you know, making him feel better. We're not doing that long, long ball. We're, we're doing short possession game, and that's been effective for them. Now will it, will it be effective as they go forward in this tough stretch? Yeah, it's, it's easy to be tempted into playing some of those long balls, especially when teams are, are pressing and uh, playing you high up and, and, yeah, getting in your face, really. Um, the best way to counteract that is to like pass precisely short on the ground and pass and move and get in behind players. Uh, but it's always so tempting to play those long balls because you see the space uh, you know, over the top. And I think that um, there is a time for some long balls that you don't want to become too predictable in any kind of method that you play. So there's always an opportunity to um, make things think, make, make teams think twice about the way that the team is going to you know, try to come at you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do think that they are, this team is still slick. They, they, they've been a good offensive team all year long. They have been really hard done by and not getting rewarded for some of their good attacking play that has actually cost them points along the way too, which has been doubly painful because you're not getting the goals and you're not getting the points in certain situations so far this season. But, you know, I think that this team is actually feeling really, really good. I think Joseph Martinez looks to be in the best shape, um, of his, of, you know, basically since he's come back from his knee surgery. I had both knee surgeries, all the knee surgeries that he's had. I don't even know how many he's had at this point. Um, but, you know, he, and he looked at, you know, I was talking to him in the locker room after their win last week, and he just looks uh, fitter, sharper. He, he, he seems more confident. I know he's more comfortable in the way that his knee feels. And it was great to see him toward the end of the game in the last game, you know, jumping off of that leg still giving you good sprints and jumps towards the end of the game. That's really encouraging sign. And he's still just kind of making his way back from this most recent period of time off. So I think it's, it's very encouraging stuff. I think for Atlanta United, they can get through some of this, you know, a month or two more treading some water before they can get some guys back, get to this transfer window and reinforce this team. I think that they still have, you know, the potential to have a lot of success this season, despite all the setbacks that they've had. This is great, having you guys going back and forth with this Atlanta United stuff here. Joe didn't expect Dr. Dale being in here today, and you didn't expect to talk as much Atlanta United as you have. I'm enjoying this. We I could talk about that recovery. I can always research. talk Atlanta United. I can talk Atlanta United for days. I, I know you can, man, but you wear a couple hats here. That's Joe Patrick. He's joining <laughs> Sam and Greg here, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. Uh, That's Dr. Dale Yake from uh, – PT Solutions sitting in for Mr. Crenshaw. All right, let's switch gears here, man. And, and how many tissues did you go through yesterday watching Freddie's return with the Braves? Dude, I got to say, yesterday was like something I've never experienced before in this job. I mean, I'm sure, you know, sports fans have probably not seen much of, of you know, the, the kind of scenes that they saw yesterday, both in the press conference and of course, when Freddie was awarded his championship ring before the game last night, I mean, man, it's as for, you know, he kept saying it was hard for him to put into words, like right. everything that was going on, it's hard for me to put into words, kind of what the experience was like just watching it all go down. I mean, I was in the press conference room and he got about a step away from the podium before he said, give me a moment and was clearly overwhelmed and left the press conference room very, you know, briskly. And, 
um, had to collect himself before he could even come in and, and then do what he did at that press conference table. And I just thought, you know, the whole setup, the way that the Braves did the, 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 the Freddie Freeman tribute video for him before he got the ring, it was all top class, um, as you would expect from an organization like the Braves who just carry themselves and do everything the right way. I just thought it was a beautiful night. Um, it's unfortunate the Braves couldn't get the win, of course, but I think that that almost feels secondary to just the experience of being in that stadium for the fans, for Freddie, for his family, for everybody involved. It was just a special, special night. Hey, Joe, we put a poll question out there wondering, is Freddie's love that he got last night probably bigger than any other The return of an Atlanta athlete coming here? We put Dominique, we put Dion on there, other you know, you can talk about Michael Vick, talk about the three big pitchers. This has got to be it. And we also believe that it's going to be bigger that were he to come back while he's still playing, even Matt Ryan, were the Colts right. to come back here and play. But as you look at this team right now, okay, we've gotten past the pomp circumstance of Freddie, Freddie's return. These guys did what they had to do against the Giants. You think they're going to have the same success against this Dodgers team, get these next two night games? Yeah, I mean, I, listen, they lost the game last night, but it was a very, you know, well-played baseball game by both sides. And just it kind of played out how you would expect against two top teams. I think that this Braves team, uh, you know, it's funny. I was talking to Andy and Randy about this uh, on, uh, what was it, Thursday, about, you know, what they did over the break. And it was like, okay, or not over the break, but over this kind of easier stretch of games. And it was like, okay, well, like, have they really proven – over that easier stretch, like, what have they proven? And I, I just think, like, they proved that they were a good team because a bad team could not go on a stretch of wins like that. It's very hard in baseball to have that kind of consistency. I don't care who you're playing. Uh, these are major league players who are, you know, just the best in the world at what they do, despite the fact that they might not be on the best team um, is kind of in, in, immaterial in terms of we're talking about a 14-game winning streak. So I think this team has – proven itself to be a good team. I was not sure of that before that happened, but something really clicked. The offense started to get things going and they started to get the consistency that they were expecting out of the starting rotation. So I think that we're just going to see, we're going to be treated to just good baseball over this weekend. I'm not really looking at this honestly as like, uh, what did the Braves have to do in this series to you know prove this or that or to you yeah know, it's not you know, a must they, win. They closed down. They closed down the division to this point where it's not like a you know, it's not as urgent as it was uh, between, to close down the gap between the Mets. So uh, I'm just looking forward to a great weekend of baseball. I think we got you know a decent first game. I think that these next two games, both night games, national TV uh, again, the pomp and circumstances this is great. I mean these are like two of the the like the best baseball rivalry going right now, I think, when you just look at the sporting aspect of it, the competition on the field. It's really fun to watch these teams go at it, and I think that it's a potential playoff preview once again. That is Joe Patrick, man, as always. We can't thank you enough for coming on and uh, wearing two hats, Atlanta United and Atlanta Braves. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend, buddy. You got a tea time set up or no? <laughs> no, unfortunately, no. Maybe I'll try to go to the range, but, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I love wearing hats, but wearing two, even better. There you go. That's Joe Patrick. We're going to get him back on here uh, as soon as we possibly can here. One more segment before we uh, turn things over. Is it Nick Kale? Is he up next there? Well, we'll find that out. It's either him or Chris Goforth. One of those guys will be talking you through the rest of this Saturday morning. It's Sam and Greg. Dr. Dale Yake from PT Solutions is in, along with Eric Slaughter. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com.
Sports Radio 929 Game, 929Game.com. It is Sam and Greg. Mr. Crenshaw is out today. Sitting in for him this last couple hours. Dr. Dale Yake from PT Solutions. Eric Slaughter has been jumping in here and been my crutch throughout the course of the day, so I want to thank him. Where were you 13 years ago when you got the news, heard the news? I was standing in the middle of a physical therapy clinic with a lot of patients around, and everything literally stopped. The TV flashed that that Michael had died, and literally, and everybody stopped. I mean, we we, everybody interrupted their treatment, basically started focusing on the television. A couple folks had some tears in their eyes. It it was actually a pretty big moment. It was a big. I can't think of where. I mean, the 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 stoppage of time. Because listen. You kind of knew you weren't going to be that surprised when you got the news about Muhammad Ali. All right? Yeah. Talking about somebody who was names bigger than Michael Jackson's, if you will. But that was sort of, you know, kind of like, well, it could happen any time. But nobody expected this from Michael Jackson. I'm trying to think, when was the last time that happened? Beatles. Um, no, that somebody passed. Well, that when was, he was killed in Central Park at the Beatles. Right? Oh, John Lennon? John, John Lennon. Well, I was, was going to say maybe uh, Princess Diana. Princess Diana as far as worldwide, stopping, was, yeah, yeah, stopping everything. You're right, yeah, you hit it right on the head. But uh, but no, that stopped everything where I was and and a lot of places. So we bring this uh, up because June 25th, uh, this day was the day that uh, Michael passed. But also, are you of that generation because this name got swallowed up on this day that had a poster on your wall of Farrah Fawcett? Of course, I did. You I did had, have I that. Had, I had two actually. <laughs> I had the brown, I can even see it. I had, she had the brown bathing suit on that everybody had, right? Okay. Uh, and then I had another one where it was the, uh, it was a snapshot of her during the Angels time, but okay. uh, it was another poster. Yeah. More, uh, more of a picture than a poster, but yeah, I had right. two pictures of Farrah yeah, Fawcett. Yeah, Farrah Fawcett also passed on this day, so wanted to, um, you know, mention that. Cause that again, was a thing that people don't do anymore. Do kids still put a picture of a supermodel on the wall I don't, I don't I don't know. My kids have not done that, but maybe because mom's not. Well, also, you have access to pictures that you (laughs) a lot easier now. Different era. Yeah, for a nine year old to get a hold of than than it was for us. Um, Let's close up the poll. We put a poll question out there about uh, the return. Well, it wasn't about that, but, you know, with the return of Freddie Freeman and watching the love that he got. Is the love that Freddie got from Atlanta sports fans. No, is it greater than any other love that has been bestowed upon a former athlete when they returned? And so we asked. We gave you three names and other. Freddie, Dominique Wilkins, or um, Deion Sanders. And we checked it earlier, and Freddie was running away with it. Is it still the case? It is still the case. He has come back 1%. He's down to 74 big percent. <laughs> and Dion picked up that 1%. He's now up to 11%. But, uh, no, Freddie's ovation last night is by far the land, runaway landslide winner. And we believe that upon his return, and it would pretty much have to be next year, he won't be coming back on the heels of a, of a Super Bowl ring, but Matt Ryan still won't compare to what we saw with Freddie. That's the kind of general consensus between the three of us. Yeah, I will vote that they're both very good dudes and did a lot for Atlanta during their time, but it's way, way outweighs um, – Freddie Freeman way outweighs anything that, unfortunately, he's been able to accomplish with the Falcons. Yeah, time into that. Then again, coming back here uh, after getting a ring. Uh, Sam and Greg again, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. I want to thank uh, Eric again for everything that you have done – uh oh, you got something? I do have something. So thankful to the wonderful site, futurefootballschedules.com. In 2023, the Indianapolis Colts will indeed travel to Atlanta. Okay, again, but 
no guarantee he's going to be quarterbacking. True indeed, but okay. we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, but listen, before we get on out of here, and, and this has been great for me watching you, Dale, exercise that sports talk muscle again, because it's been a few years. For those of you just tuning in, and I've been talking about Dr. Dale Yake being here, but you may not remember uh, that Dale, along with Dan Kamal, did a show here, Sports Insiders, for about five years. And this guy, not only does he work with athletes and has worked with athletes throughout his career, but listen, he's a sports fan. He can get a chance to talk sports. And so... Since it's been a while and you and I are friends, had an opportunity with Sam being out to bring you back here. Have you had fun today? Oh, man, I, I'm like everybody driving in the car right now. We all want to do this, right? <laughs> this is what you want to do. I, I, when I have an opportunity to listen to a sports show, listen to 92.9, all the guys here, it's such a pleasure. So thanks yeah. having me here in the Kia studios and hanging out. This has been really cool to be with you guys. I got a feeling uh, that Mr. Conte is going to let me let us do this again. So we're going to get <laughs> you back here. All right, what have we left Un, 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 you know, unpacked here. What, what's on the table that we haven't talked much about that you want to get off your chest? Look, you got to go into the NFL this week, right? A lot of big things happen. You got the $64.9 million guy that takes all the arrows for the NFL testifying in front of Congress this week. Tell right? Goodell? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> trying, trying to weigh in on where Daniel Snyder is and this whole cover up thing that went on with the Washington Redskins and what Pandora's box is that going to open for the NFL? You've got. The Gronk retiring, right? That's right. a pretty big movement. What's going to happen to Tampa Bay? Will he be brought back out of it? You, you've got the, the advancement of some of these guys that are coming out of mini camps now, moving toward the resting and rehabbing till they get to the next month. Jamison Williams is probably the most relevant one from Alabama. How's he going to be? Is he going to show up and be at camp? And what role is he going to have? But you got these teams that I – because I probably won't be here as you guys lead up to the NFL season. The number you always think who's going to be the Cincinnati Bengals of 2022 leading into 2023 the Super Bowl. Okay. You have a team? Um I didn't but as you I don't know that they would be the Cincinnati cuz nobody expected them to do what they did. But I will say the Raiders. Raider, that's a good choice, right? That he's held that quarterback has been through more Their than anybody else, right? right? Yeah. Uh, but it's the fact that you got Josh McDaniels Daniels now as your as your coach. Yeah, and they'll spend any dollar now to bring whoever. I think they're going to make a lot of additions to that team. I thought about Jacksonville. Jacksonville has the opportunity now. What will what will they do in the second season of that great? What was going to be a great Peterson new coach? Peterson okay. new yeah. coach, right? Could hold it together. But the team that I think, and again, you're, this is a Steeler guy, and I'm not mentioning the Steelers, I was say. right? The New York Giants, to me, have the greatest chance to be that Bengals jump team. I mean, when I go through the list of guys that play on the offense, let me take Daniel Jones out of for just a second. I was just right? going to bring him up. Uh, right? Okay. I'm a, but you got Kadarius Toney, you got Sterling Shepard, you got Darius Slayton, you got Saquon Barkley, you got uh, Kenny Galladay. If I just right. say that's their offensive specialist, right? Okay. And you've added probably what I thought was the best player in the draft, Evan Neal. Right now on your offensive line, and you probably got the best defensive line guy that was in the draft, Kayvon Thibodeau. Now, you don't know how rookies are going to play, but those guys probably most NFL ready in the draft this year. I think, and then you got a new coach. I was just going to say, right? he, that's a, that could be an X factor. That's right. Making sure all those players that you mentioned, especially the skill position players, are established. Now they may have to change their game. They may have to pull a Steph Curry with KD now on the team. That's right. Are you comf- are you comfortable with them doing that? Well, I I think what Brian Dable did in Buffalo 
with Josh Allen and what he was able to do with that team offensively, that's not something the Giants have seen in years, right? I, I, I think there's enough talent. The offensive line is actually pretty strong. They showed some signs last year, if you just kind of watch their season, for all the New Yorkers that are here in Atlanta listening. I think this team has the greatest opportunity. And they're in probably what is the worst division. So mm. they have the greatest amount of chance to go from worst to first. <laughs> Eric's making dinosaur Eric's going, noises. You don't, you don't say that's the worst division. You're well, telling well, me Dallas is I, better? I, well, talk about the, the division is one thing. I'm going to say this. You are actually in the right city. You're in the right stadium, but you got the wrong team. Well, I, I, I spent some time this week with, with Garrett uh, Wilson's father, right? First-round draft truck okay. wide receiver mm-hmm. this week. of, uh, And he said the same thing. We had this the, argument the, in my The Jets, by far, had the best draft of any team in the NFL. No doubt. Okay, No doubt. They are in year two of their new head coach, uh, Robert Solo, whatever his name is. Yep. And they're in year two of their quarterback. I don't see the Giants, first off, like you said, with the biggest – Question mark being their quarterback, quarterback. being to be able to do this. The whole point that the Bengals did this is because they had a great quarterback. I, I agree, but I, I think that he has enough talent around him that quarterback, but he has to be a game manager. And I think with this talent, he, he's got the best running back in the league when he's healthy. Well, well uh, I was about to ask you, your expertise, when is that the case? Well, I think he's now had two years to recover. Right, and and this is generally when we see these athletes that have had two years of recovery post injury. Because that's what it used that's to when, be, two years. That's right, right. Yeah. and he's at that point now. He comes back at this juncture. But I don't disagree with you. I, I I thought about the the Jets, and obviously Garrett Wilson's father, Ohio State grad, uh, well not grad, but uh, recruit out of uh, uh, Travis. What's the uh, Lake Travis, Texas, Austin, went to Ohio State. Now going to be a great receiver for the Jets. You're right. They had a great drop. I just don't think – I think it's going to take the Jets another season. And there's no way they're getting out of Buffalo. I mean, they're getting past Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo or really the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots yeah. uh, have that middle-of-the-road team that can beat anybody. But I, I think the Giants, you've you got nothing, as I said, in the division. And I think it's going to be a little bit easier in the NFL – NFC, rather, okay. to, to make it. Uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 Game, 929Game.com. You sound like an insider, man. <laughs> I don't have much you sound like You sound like an insider. Um, listen, I can't thank you enough for getting in here this morning and, and being a part of the show. I'm not sure how much time he's actually fielding call. you got people like calling up here wanting to know some stuff. So I ain't too sure. Uh, did we cover everything else that you want? You, you talked a little NFL. You got that off your chest. want to remind everybody again about PT Solutions – you know, earlier I had mentioned that uh, there was a need for more um, air traffic controllers, and we gave out um, an address. You can go to their website and find out the FAA needs air traffic controllers. Because Sam and I started this last week. All businesses need people. The FBI needs people. Yes, and we, we had. Well, people. let me ask you you're a business owner. We're hurting for people. Come look at us, PTC. I was just going to say, no, you we're guys. not hurting, but we do need great people. And so. I think any business where folks are interested in customer service, you get to be in environments where you get to see people come in hurting and leave in a new condition better than they were when they left. That, that's fun to watch at whatever role. Yeah, reach out to us. We'd love to have you. Okay. Um, again, I just we could talk about so many things here. As far as the stuff that we talked about today and, and, and the sports that are going to be played over the next little bit here, Atlanta United, Atlanta Braves, who are you looking forward to? looking most forward to heading to their next game? There is no doubt. I, I think the Braves, after this 14-game winning streak, uh, coming off the hiatus, if you will, post-World Series trophy, right, the, the little bit of a lull, 
you know, remember last year, they only turned it around in July. Right. And we're just now getting there. And so are there other pieces that need to be added? Max Fried's pitching phenomenally well his last six outings, right, leading the league. I, 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 th- I, I think this is a team that maybe with another piece, another, another arm potentially, uh, is, is a team that threatens, again, to go back to that World Series. And watching that happen over the next few months is going to be a lot of fun, Greg. All right. Listen, before we let you go, you are on the board of the concussion. I want to get this right here. Concussion Legacy, your concussion legacy Board. Concussion Legacy Foundation. Okay. We're basically advocacy for helping folks understand and preventing brain injury through sports. And we worked a lot with that to prevent what is now chronic traumatic encephalopathy. We now know CTE. Uh, but, yeah, it's brain injury. And, and stopping kids from hitting their heads, that's what we're really there that's for. That's what I want to make sure we get, because you do focus on youth sports Correct. and all of that. So, by the way, where can folks go to read this information about what you guys print Concussion, out there? ConcussionLegacyFoundation.org. You can go out and check it out. A lot of information there to read and understand about sports, sports prevention, baseline testing. If you do have and suffered a concussion, how do you follow up with that care? Their website, our website, PTSolutions.com, either ones will get you the resources that you need. We love having this guy in here, Dr. Dale Yick, man. Um, listen, enjoy the rest of your weekend, but thank you, thank you, you too, thank, man. thank you for I'm, coming I'll in leave here. here on a high after doing this for a Day. couple hours. I appreciate it. <laughs> Eric Slaughter, too, thank you for everything today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, Mr. Crenshaw, on Little Assignment. It is Chris Goforth. He is up next. This is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom and take us with you on the Odyssey app. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.